Hello, welcome to Single Mother Talks. You will be able to hear some noise in the background today because my neighbors are working on a car and making a lot of noise. And I'm sorry, I don't have a completely soundproof studio here, so my apologies. Today is going to be more about venting. You will get to experience me going on a tangent about something that I think is important and relevant. And it is the concept of how men are nowadays and why <laughs> there seems to be a lack of just really manly men. What the fuck is that now? Now we've got techno music? Okay, just, I'll be right back. Okay, now we're back to just the engine of some kind of a muscle car next door. Again, my apologies. Um, so I'm going to talk about this because it's totally relevant to today, you know, and I partly believe that the reason why all of this, you know, gender politics is happening right now, oh, good, it stopped, perfect. All of the, the attention around sexuality and gender identity and all of this stuff um, is partly attributed to how, you know, men, people, humans on a global scale are being affected by toxins and plastics in our body and, and whatever, you know, affecting the way that our hormones are and, you know, making some men more feminine. <laughs> and perhaps, well, I don't know, I have different beliefs about why women are becoming more masculine. Not all women, but there there are some and I think there's reasons for that, right? I mean, uh, you, the women have to compensate for they're not being max masculine men in the world, right? <laughs> Some women, okay? So we're going to dive into this and I'm going to rant a little bit. Um, you know, as a single mother, currently I'm going to, like my situation right now is that I don't, I'm not comfortable dating or being involved with any man because I want to get my own life completely sustainable on my own completely completely sustainable right i'm i'm not comfortable with putting any of my responsibilities on a partner i just you know to an extent you do that naturally in relationships right you kind of both of you have to you know coexist and and um you know fit in each other's lives and help out here and help out there right and and that's a thing but to the extent that a single mother requires the resources necessary to raise a child, and in my case, you know, I have three huskies as well. And so that's a lot of that's a lot of baggage and that's a big ask. And right now, you know, I'm just not comfortable with the idea of somebody being in my life because I there's no way that I can that I can have that I can give as much. I just don't have the the space right now to be able to give to somebody to to listen for me to help them in their life um in any way right i could probably in like small doses or whatever but it just wouldn't be balanced i wouldn't be able to reciprocate in the same way um you know in the sense that how deeply somebody would have to you know take on my life right being responsible for three dogs and a 13 year old and a house and all of this stuff right it's a lot and it's, it's my plate. It's on my shoulders. It's my responsibility. So I'm just not comfortable um, not being completely self-sustained. Um, and I just think that it's irresponsible to get into relationships with men 
where like it, it just gets so messy, right? Like even when you're doing, I mean, I don't really believe in friends with benefits, right? And some people can pull it off, but I just think that that's a bit of a, you know, disassociation with, with themselves. Maybe the self-awareness isn't there to realize how that really does affect a person. But anyways, I'm not here to speak for other people. Um, so that's sort of my threshold is comfort right now, right? And I also realized that being in this position as a single mother, you know, there's a certain kind of demographic that is attracted to to where I'm at right now, right? And they're not the kind of men that I'm attracted to, honestly. Like, they're what I would consider as beta men. Like, I'm just, I don't know, I, I become annoyed with every... <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's not true because... Uh, let me just retract this here. Um, how do I want to explain this? I guess the men that I have gotten involved with are not the kind of men that would fit well into a family situation because I often don't bring my dating life into my family situation because I just don't think that that's their responsibility and it's, it's not something that should be until like, I don't know, like two or three years later or until, you know, the guy wanted to be and started showing some initiative and that would be sort of in, an indication that he'd be ready to do that. So, and then whatever other guys come sniffing around with their interest or whatever, right? I'm just not, I don't know, the, the, like, I just find they're, they're not the men that I'm attracted to. They're just beta men and they're annoying and i you know, I pass down a lot of, I, uh, pass off a lot of, uh, attention. You know, I completely shut down a lot of men a lot of the time. And so that's where I'm currently at. However, <laughs> it's, it's frustrating for, for me as a single mother to have to manage this house and, and certain things completely on my own. It, it does bother me sometimes that, there are stupid little things where I have pouty moments about me and my girlfriend were just talking about this, right? Like I'm mowing the lawn and scrubbing and washing out the driveway and cleaning up the garage and taking up the trash and, you know, building this and hanging this and dismantling this and, you know, uh, trying to troubleshoot my car issues and checking the oil and blah, 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 right? These are all things that I would consider are more of a man's responsibilities to do, right? And I don't say that because, because I'm incompetent or I'm unable to do these things. I'm able, but it's just that men, there are certain duties that women are better at and men are better at. And that's because the way that we're designed, right? And sometimes it's just in our body structure. Like men have stronger bodies that are able to sort of do things, pardon me, with ease. You know, for example, I just mowed my fucking lawn and totally scraped the shit out of my hand and my finger, just pulling the cord back to start the lawnmower. And I got had blood running all down my hand just from doing that stupid little thing. And then another instance is I'm disassembling my pool and I nicked myself. I don't even know how. Again, blood's running down my hand. And it's just like, I, not to sound like a little bitch because I'm not, but you know, I like to feel feminine and I just painted my nails and I'm looking at them and my hands are covered in all these cuts and scrapes and bruises and blood and my 
fingernails are chipped and you know I'm I was dirty as shit from cleaning up the garage because there's nothing but dust in there and I'm sweating and I'm like scraping out the driveway and it's like so it's like you know I'm competent and able to do all of these things but it's just that you know when you're in a house setting like this it was it was made for a family for a family unit not for the woman to be running around you know, taking care of the kids, managing the house, doing all the cooking and cleaning and doing all of this other shit. So it's frustrating in that regard sometimes. And then say you do have, you know, um, guy friends or something, right, that do this stuff for you. It's like, ugh, it's so transactional, right? It's just that you will be hard pressed to find a guy who's just a friend that will do these things you know, for you and not, and not think of it in some way as, you know, igniting some kind of hope, right? Some fuel for some kind of hope that maybe down the road that he's going to be a part of this family or I'm going to grow feelings for them or whatever. It's just, it's, there's, it's always there, you know, like men are so hard to shut down. If they are interested in you, they will look for any avenue whatsoever. And the second that you let them in by asking for help or allowing them to do something for you or whatever, then it's just like, it becomes hard to manage because it really is like you're, you like you're giving them some kind of hope if you're accepting anything. And, you know, I don't give a shit if you disagree with me. I have experienced this a lot in my life with so many men. It's the exact same pattern every time I am telling you. There does not exist in the world a guy who's taking their time to to help you with these things in your life, with your child, whatever, who does not think in the back of their mind, oh, maybe, maybe, you know, it might happen someday. You know, it, it just doesn't exist. It's always trouble. It always leads to something, you know, there's, there's always something, right? Even if they're a complete gentleman and they kind of keep their space. And I'm telling you, it's going to manifest in some regard in your guys's friendship quote. So, you know, it's, it's frustrating. Um, you know, and then there's also right when you're, when you're dating, you know, just, just to sort of segue on the, on the flip side of this, right? Like if I was dating, I've just, I've met a lot of men who don't seem to be able to comp be competent in doing these things. And I actually know how to do it or, you know, overall or do it better than they do. Right. It's just like, I hope that I'm wrong, but I'm seeing just such a failure from men I just, I couldn't believe my last, my last boyfriend, you know, he had a lot of masculine attributes, but he didn't even know how to use a drill. <laughs> and I was like helping him with an extension, you know, at his place or whatever. And I just remember that he had no idea what he was doing in terms of any of this stuff. And he felt totally emasculated by me and, you know, ended up taking it out on me and being this toxic thing later, right? But I find that that's what I often do is I emasculate men because I am such a hardy person and I, I've had to do it all. And, you know, so, and that's not something that 
that I want to do, right? I would, I would rather, you know, just kind of sit back and lean, lean back into a more feminine role where, you know, I don't have to do these things and they're not my responsibility and whatever. But so there's that, but then there's also, right, like being able to switch off, you know, and relax into this role of just being feminine and letting, allowing the the guy to do, to do these things, right? That's the thing, allowing them, right? Because it's like you're trusting them to do that um, when you can actually, when you can actually, you can do it yourself, right? But you're, you're trusting that that's just an act of service that they're doing and that they're not going to hold over your head and think that they're indispensable because they can do that, Right? that's also a thing as well that I've seen and experienced. It's just like, it's like, sorry, my, my life did start, you know, like way longer, way before you got here. You weren't my saving grace, you know, like I didn't just start, I didn't not know how to do any of this shit. It's that, you know, when we're together, I should be proud of the fact that I can do that with you, that you are going to take the initiative and do all of this stuff. And, and in return, I can relax and be my feminine self and be nurturing and, you know, fall into that role. You know, the other side to this, when you're thinking about the kids, right, is that, you know, my son is seeing me do all of this stuff, right, kind of handling everything and doing everything. And so that's what he's seeing from me. And I am not ignorant to the fact of how that is going to have an effect on his future and how he's going to behave as a man and what he's going to look for in a woman, right? Because ultimately, I want him to understand that these things should be done for women, that he should take initiative and step in, right? So that's kind of where I'm at right now, where I'm trying to get him to understand that this isn't typically the way that things should be, that things should be done, Right. And so, because I don't want him to go out into the world and, you know, think that a woman doing everything like this is normal and how it's supposed to be and, and that he shouldn't take initiative because then I'm just contributing to society's problem, right? Where where there's, there's these men that I'm talking about where I'm dating and they don't know how to be men, right? So it's like the slippery slope that I'm trying to deal with right now where I'm incorporating him and everything that I'm doing. Here, come and learn how to mow the lawn. I'm going to show you how to check the oil. This is how you work out. Right now, I'm teaching him how to take care of his body and lift weights properly. And, you know, trying to show him just everything that I can that I think that a man should know. <laughs> I'm, I'm teaching him these things, but I'm just hoping in my head that he's going to grow up understanding that that not every woman is like me and not every woman should be. I, I don't necessarily agree that a woman should, should be like this. And so, and, I, and I'm hoping that he will take initiative, right, when he gets older because he's very much used to seeing me do to do everything. And that's on purpose, right? That's my choice. I'm not comfortable right now being in a partnership because I am not 100% able to be you know, over the top self-sufficient. I am not completely 100% comfortable with where I am financially. And so I will not allow somebody into my life because that's just, like I said, it's irresponsible. So let's, let's dive into um, what I said earlier about choosing not to have a partner right now, right? Because um, I mean, a lot of people are just like, well, what, what, like, how, how does that even work? Don't you get lonely? You know, like, what, how do you even have a sex life? Like, 
And to me, the consequences of being involved with somebody that way is not worth it to me, right? So, you know, I've managed to carve out a a system for myself where I am self-sufficient and I am doing all of fulfilling my all of my own needs, right? I don't need company. I have made my life where I'm very comfortable being alone. And I don't need, you know, uh, a man for sexual release, right? I'm not going to get into details. (laughs) But, you know, um, and I've just kind of accepted that this is a better choice for me right now than getting you know, involved in somebody else's life and and starting it off in this messy, irresponsible way, not taking any of the lessons that I've learned in my life and applying them. Right. Um, and I just don't want to, I don't want to add to the stigma, right? Like I would, I, I would have to, like, I was just watching, or I was listening rather, um, to this podcast. Uh, it was called the unplugged alpha male. And he was talking about single mothers And I was not offended at all hearing everything that he said because it's fucking true. Uh, You know, sorry, but in my podcasts, I always say, like, the last thing you want to do is surround yourself with other people that are, you know, on the same struggle as you. And that includes single mothers, right? I did not surround myself with single mothers really struggling and going through the same shit that I was because I knew that that was just a recipe for trouble. Um you know, it's very true. It's very rare that you find women, single mothers that are self-aware, that are aware of the impact that they're having on the world, you know, by making certain choices and that they're aware of their behavior in relationships, right? And a big one that I've heard a lot of guys talk about now um, that is also very true is that there's just such a an irresponsible way of of, um, you know, delegating who is laying down the discipline and the woman standing by the guy and respecting his leadership in the relationship, you know, you know, often when the kids are acting up or whatever, what they'll do is get mad at the guy and then, you know, back up their son's shitty behavior. And I just can't come to terms with that in my head. That's just, that's not something that you do. That's very disrespectful, you know, to the leader of the house, right? If you have gotten him to this point where he's now involved in your life and in your son's life, you have to respect him as a leader, right? You don't just, that's even when you're in relationships and and you've had children together, right? Like you don't all of a sudden take the kid's side, right? And, And like the parents are on a team, the parents, you have to respect each other in the relationship. So throwing one another under the bus doesn't serve anybody. And it's even worse, um, you know, for a kid to see the mother reaffirm and validate, um, you know, the kid's bad behavior rather than get on the the side of the man who's trying to be the the head of the household, who's trying to lay, lay out the discipline. Right. So that's something that I hear often. And, um, yeah, it. I agree with it. It's something that I see often. It's something that I don't understand why women do this. Um, you know, even if I didn't agree with, uh, you know, something that the guy was doing, I would talk to him about it privately, right? And then discuss what to do about it. I wouldn't, you know, in front of the kid, you know, show any form of disrespect because then you're just, you're, how, how is the man supposed to feel like a man? 
and like the leader of the house and like he has the respect of the house. The kids have to respect him. Without respect, there's there's nothing, especially when, a um, you know, a young child, especially a young boy has to accept a new man into the house. Right. And you're that's already difficult enough. There's going to be pushback. And so when he's got mom on his side, then that bond is never going to happen. Right. So there's just lots of psychologically fucked up things that single mothers do because they have to really have the ability to unravel themselves and really, really inspect their behavior and the and what they're doing and and the kids behavior and the future, the longevity, you know, of the the dynamics of things and and whatever, right? It takes a lot to really fucking unpack all of the the shit because it's like, you know, with single mothers often it's it's kind of like a tumbleweed of struggle, right? Like this it just there's so many different things that happen in terms of adversity kind of all at once that you don't really get to unpack and heal that first one before the second one happens. And so what do they do? They all sort of, you know, crash into each other and build up over time. And then you've got all this shit that you never learned from or healed from or unpacked or inspected, right? And, you know, came up with new ways to avoid that certain thing from happening again and whatever. So the single mother has to have an incredible amount of self-awareness, right? And I consider myself to be a pretty self-aware person, but even I know that there are things, you know, about me, you know, that that I'm sure I'm missing, right? And I'm constantly trying to see, you know, how I, how, how the, you know, my environment's reacting to me, how I'm reacting to to my environment, you know, what are my patterns? What are things that I can work on? Like, you know, oh, is this blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I'm just constantly trying to do better. And that, and, and I, I don't know, I can't stress enough that that, that constant trying to do better needs to be fucking way up there for you to make any progress. It's such a, it's such a hole to dig out of, right? To, to really analyze your own psyche, to be able to mature and be that aware of the dynamics of things, you know, um, where you're not being ignorant and carrying all this toxic behavior into relationships and into your kids and, and not repeating the cycle, right? Because that's what happens. History repeats itself. And if you're, you know, if you're raised by a single mother who's got all these toxic things or whatever, right? And then you go on to be a, a, a toxic person or a single parent yourself and whatever. And it just, it just continues the family lineage that way. So in order, you, you, you have to think of it as you have to break the cycle. You have to break your, your literal family lineage, your hereditary behaviors and, and toxic patterns, right? And that takes an incredible amount of self-awareness. Someday I'd really like to get somebody on to talk about how, you know, a woman can start developing uh, or transitioning to having more masculine features or hor- or hormones. Because, you know, I've, I've talked about this in my previous, you know, uh, podcast at some point that, you know, there, there was a distinct time in my life where I remember the switch from being a very... Um, timid, very quiet, very feminine girl, and then, you know, not being disciplinary at all, and then sort of having to become that. And I became that naturally and very drastically. Um, 
you know, and it was a cause for insecurity for, for me for a long time because, you know, I felt like I wasn't in control of it. And then I also felt like, okay, well, does that mean that I'm, you know, masculine? Like, does that mean that I don't have any femininity? And I felt very disconnected from my femininity. Like I've had a history of being involved with women, right? And I know that that's attributed to the fact that I do feel, um, I don't know, there's a certain side to me that I know that I possess now from my life that is a very sort of uh, masculine, assertive, decisive uh, leader, right? And so, you know, I do in a way <laughs> view women sexually, in a, you know, uh, where I'm attracted to them. But, um, but it's interesting because when I ask myself, well, could I ever be in a partnership one? And the answer is always no, I don't ultimately see myself being in a partnership with a woman. It's just more of a, a fun thing. Um, that being said, you know, I'm, I'm not frivolous with that either. I think that there are consequences to, to that as well. But, um, yeah, so I was often insecure at certain points in my life of well, what what does this mean? What does this make me? You know, like am I any less of a woman? Like am I am I just a dude bro man now? <laughs> and 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 it doesn't mean it doesn't it doesn't mean that at all. Right? It doesn't mean that I am that I'm a man that I can't be feminine, right? It's this incredible thing where I can actually do it all. You know, I'm just, I just cleaned out my garage and I'm going to go smash some weights and drink some beer. And I love listening to Joe Rogan. (laughs) Um, And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, I think the thing that I'm just trying to figure out right now is that um, I need to figure out a way where I am not getting, you know, cut, cut and bruised and scraped. And, you know, so I'm I'm just going to go get some gloves and some, some good boots and, and I want to become stronger. I want to become stronger. I want my body to be stronger, but in a sexy and feminine way so that I can handle these things better. And I think that that's the solution to that problem. But, um, but no, I, I certainly don't feel that I'm more masculine. I think that I'm um, sort of this very unique luck of the draw, right? Where I, I have both attributes, right? And I think that's why I'm really picky when it comes to... Um, any guy that I would take seriously, right? Like I've mentioned before, I've only ever, only ever fallen in love with one person despite having multiple relationships, right? More as learning tools, but I always knew inside that I'm like, okay, I know that this is, (laughs) I'm, I'm never going to submit to this guy, you know, and submission is a huge thing. You need to be able to, you need to be able to submit to a man as your leader, And I'm more traditional in my thinking about that, right? But it is up to the woman to select that man properly and carefully, very carefully, right? He needs to, you know, possess all of these attributes that you can trust and that you feel safe and secure submitting to because, you know, submitting to the wrong guy is much more complicated for a woman, right? Like we are made to bond very deeply and you know things happen to us when we you know really open ourselves up uh sexually to men and and truly deeply bond with them it is much harder for us to sever and and break and pull away right um like because we are designed to be you know kind of dependent on men so women have to be very careful about that choosing process um and uh and so 
for me, that's just, it's, it's really, it's really hard to find my right kind of ideal person. And I have to be able to trust that you know more about something, you know, in order to make a certain decision, right? That's, that's a huge thing. Men should have to, you know, ultimately have the, the better sense of things, make the decisions. That's not to say that women don't ultimately, you know, Pay, play a role in the, in the decision-making processes or whatever. That's not at all what I'm saying. Of course, it's a partnership, right? But there is a, there's just a submission, a level of submission and trust that has to happen in order for a man to feel like a man and, and the leader of the house and to have respect from, you know, the children and the mother. And so, you know, um, choosing the right guy to submit to. And, uh, and for me, that's not easy. I've only ever, um, submitted to one man in my, in my whole life. Right. And because it is that much of a process, right. And it's tricky because, you know, needing somebody who, who's able and competent and I can trust their judgment about things, but also somebody who's very communicative and very, uh, intelligent, very intellectually intelligent. Um, so it's difficult because I don't feel like, I'm in a position right now if I'm not completely, completely self-sufficient in a way that's comfortable to me, if I'm not in that position and I am a, a single mother, right, then it's, it's not, it's not likely that I'm just going to run into these kinds of guys, right? Um, and I'm also completely not putting myself out there. I've basically shut myself down and I am not taking any, any sort of, uh, flattery or advances or any sort of opening to anybody, um, but I, I know that in order to attract that kind of guy, I need to be that kind of woman. I need to be, you know, competent in every regard that I expect him to be. And so I know that and I'm not ready yet. Right. And so it's totally okay for me to shut down and really work on myself and take that time. Right. And I, and I would like to normalize that. I hate using that word. It's now that the, the woke paradigm has claimed this word, but, you know, normalizing single mothers, just being utterly comfortable with being a single mother, right? You don't need anyone. Just learn how to be the most self-sufficient you could possibly be. You know, where, where are you feeling like you need somebody, right? In what manner of your life do you feel like you need somebody to fill that for you? And really examine that, why that is, and come up with a strategy on how to fix that where you are fulfilling your own um, deficit in your life, just becoming utterly self-sufficient, right? Um, I mean, that's if you, it, it depends on your life goals as well, right? Like for me, if I'm trying to, you know, someday attract that kind of a person, then I know the steps that are involved with needing to do that, right? But there are a lot of women that are out there that are, are okay with attracting sort of these beta men and, um, or men that don't have to be intellectually competent or don't have to know how to, to do all of these things around the house. You know, there's some women who are just comfortable with, um, you know, maybe they're just, maybe they just fuck you properly. I don't know, whatever it is. Right. Um, for me, I know that I'm, I'm really picky and I would just, that would just annoy the living fuck out of me. So it depends on what your life goals are. And there's a lot of women also that settle, you know, when, when a woman is thinking about the, the resources required to raise a child, a lot of single mothers will settle with somebody who they don't actually sincerely 
feel is their match, right? Just to make sure that the children are getting what they need and being raised properly. There are lots of women like that out there. So I guess I didn't uh, execute this rant very well. I was expecting to be far more pissed off and emotional, but you know, again, my intellectual side is coming out and talking about these things because I just find them so fucking relevant and fascinating, right? But um, I think the last thing that kind of comes to mind is, you know, what I notice about myself is that I will bring to the table whatever needs to be brought to the table to compensate to make sure everything works, right? And so if there's, you know, a deficit being brought to the table, if there's a lack of something, you know, you know, maybe that a guy would be doing in my life, um, then I'm going to compensate and fill all of those, those holes and do those things. And if there is a guy that comes into my life, who is being a guy and doing all of these manly things, and doing all of this, then I am going to balance it out with bringing the other side to that to the table, which is being nurturing and feminine and and sweet and loving and and you know um, being the glue that holds the house together and um, and so yeah, I think it's just I, that's what I experience a lot. I think in my previous dating life is that I would see the lack of things bring being brought to the table and then I would start filling those holes and doing them right and in doing that my guard just went up and up and up and up and up because my you know my natural um inclination to this situation is that okay this person is not worthy of me submitting to them so this guard is going to go up and up and up the more stuff that I see that I have to do that he is not doing And so, you know, obviously this guy is not competent enough to be, you know, the leader in my life, the leader that I'm going to submit to. So, you know, and with that guard going up and up and up, it's kind of like a natural deterrent for them because they're going to be like, okay, well, I'm feeling more and more disconnected and blah, blah, blah. And they'll just naturally get pushed off, pushed out. So it's kind of like this natural, awesome thing that happens. (laughs) But anyways, all right. I think that's all I want to say about this for now anyway. And as always, thanks for listening. I hope you have a great afternoon. It's nice and sunny here. Way too bloody hot for my liking, but uh, the Yukon one day. One day, Marita. Goodbye.